Welcome to episode 115 of The Climate Champions. Check out past episodes on theclimatechampions.com. I'm Lee Crevat, host of The Climate Champions. If you or someone you know is a climate champion, please let me know at crevatenergyinnovations.com. This week, my featured guest is Les Mood. Hashtag Les Mood. No spaces. Public Affairs Officer for SignWatts and the host of Green Tech Talks on LinkedIn. Les is a big believer in the network effect, the sustainability tipping point, and the power of social media. He encourages a community environment online that facilitates real impact and real progress from the individual on up and across the world. He helps drive millions of organic impressions every month on LinkedIn within the green tech industry. This podcast is being brought to you in part by the Department of Energy's Advanced Grid Research Group, whose purpose is to accelerate innovation in electric transmission and distribution technologies and create next generation devices, software, and tools to help modernize the electric grid. I've only known Les a couple of years through our affiliation with SignWatts, but I feel as if I've known him forever. He is transforming the clean tech community with his great work, and he's the poster boy for sharing is caring. Welcome to the Climate Champions. I'm Lee Crevat. I'm here with Les Mood. He's Green Tech Talks host and public affairs officer for SignWatts. Les, welcome to the Climate Champions. Hey, Lee. It's great to be on your show. It's really an honor. It's a joy. And yeah, I appreciate being here. It's an honor to have you on the show, and it was an honor to be on your LinkedIn video show. That was awesome. Hey, it really was, and I enjoyed spending some time with you, meeting you IRL, as they say in real life, in your backyard for the LinkedIn show. And, you know, it was the last couple of days you were there, and you were in the middle of moving, so thanks for taking the time to do that in the midst of the chaos, and hopefully we've made some memories there in the backyard you'll remember for a while. I will. I'm glad we had that video. It's fantastic that it's in the backyard of my old house in San Diego. Now I'm in Vancouver, Washington, which is awesome, by the way. I'll have to come there as well, and hopefully the views are just as nice. With regards to climate change, what launched your climate mitigation journey? I grew up in a small town in Texas, and there were a decent amount of oil pumps, and that was what I grew up knowing. But uh, when I was 17 and graduated from high school, my mom said, you know, where do you and your brother, my twin and I, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And I told her, I want to be in renewable energy. She knew we needed to go back to California. And she moved us to Bakersfield, which is the energy capital of California. And so ever since at the age of 17, I've been figuring out ways to help make these uh, technologies uh, happen and how to bring them to market. And so that was where I began right here in Bakersfield. That's awesome. And did the oil pumps motivate you to do something about them or was it something else? I thought, wow, what if energy could be produced on every home? What if everybody could have an oil pump in their backyard in the form of solar panels? And, and what if everybody could power their cars with that same energy? What if the sun could power the world? And that really intrigued me. The energy independence aspect of it was probably more interesting to me in the climate, although I did at first start out having some concerns about oil, but being here in this community, I've learned all the measures and safety and technology that goes into developing it. So for me, it was more about like, how do we take this society and what we've accomplished with fossil fuels, take it to the next level to reach more people 
and uh, to to do it in a cleaner way, more abundant way. Yeah, I like to say renewable energy isn't just green, it's red, white, and blue <laughs> too. It really is, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a dream that goes along with the American dream and the desire to be independent. What personal drivers do you have? I think it's for my, my daughters now more than anything, my family, and I'd like to see them witness uh, you know, the rainforest. I'd like to see them be able to travel and see animals and wildlife before they're extinct. So for my daughters, I'd like to have a, a healthier planet and one that they can still enjoy. And like us, we've, we've seen a lot. My mom grew up in Santa Barbara and things have changed there. So I don't, I don't want things to continue to change. I want our, our kids to see what we've seen and actually see maybe more. When you meet people that don't believe that climate change is real or don't believe the facts or understand the facts, how do you convince them? You know, I, I guess I don't try to. I ask them questions, you know, do you like trees? Do you like clean water? Do you like healthy air? Do you like good weather patterns and these sort of things? And if, if the answer is yes to any of those questions, then really doesn't matter, in my opinion, whether they believe or not. I'm, I'm here to find out how we can mutually impact the climate, whether they agree or not. So that's kind of my approach. I, I don't argue with people who don't agree. Can you talk about what you specifically do to help mitigate climate change? Yeah, absolutely. So for most of my career, I've been advancing solar power, microgrids, renewable energy in general. And what I do now at SignWatts is we've developed a power electronics technology. It's, it's a groundbreaking architecture, which allows for new types of powering systems where buildings and electric vehicles can be the grid itself uh, locally. And so this technology will, will be coming out in the next few years, but we're working on advancing that in, in, in the laboratory in partnership with communities in California. And we're excited to make some announcements very soon related to that. Yeah, when I asked you to be on the show, you told me you had a big announcement to make and that you would do it on the show. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> But yeah, so SignWants has officially formed a public-private partnership with the city of Bakersfield. So SignWants will be advising the city on developing the Energy Innovation Center, which is coming to California State University, Bakersfield. So the governor has approved the facilities, and now planning stages will begin for inviting collaborations across the industry, across the community with many stakeholders. Dr. Balmick and I are going to rally stakeholders and bring technology together here in Kern County to advance the future of energy right here in Bakersfield. <laughs> that is awesome news. Okay, can you talk about your prior background? What did you do before Green Tech Talks and SignWatch? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had the pleasure of working one-to-one -one with many homeowners and business owners in Central California to go solar. So for the last 15 years, I've designed, sold, installed, and basically done every single aspect of what goes into helping people declare energy independence and go solar to help the environment. That's what I've been doing for the last 15 years. So I started out at the first publicly traded solar company, Akina Solar, learned about the technology and all the research and all the history that went into it and shared that with the world. And uh, since then, 
I've been doing it online and, and doing it on a broader scale. But for a career for the last 15 years, mostly it's involved building and selling and designing solar. You haven't talked yet about green tech talks. Yeah. In addition to being, you know, an advocate for solar locally and working, you know, in the past with homeowners and businesses, I realized that the biggest impact I could make is taking the knowledge and what I've learned to a broader audience. And I started doing that several years ago when the pandemic started. In the process, I realized how awesome community is, how powerful it can be. And I decided that I would double down on being a content creator. And uh, lately, with LinkedIn's help and with the LinkedIn Creator Accelerator Program, I developed what's called Green Tech Talks, which is a conversation series, which you've been on, Lee, and it's uh, designed to empower, inspire, and enroll. So Green Tech Talks is an endeavor designed to do that, and it's in video format. We broadcast live on LinkedIn. And I encourage everybody that, that hears this, if you want to hear more of Lee, and I appreciate you coming on to host with us on the Green Tech Talks uh, networking. and. Definitely be sharing that soon and encourage everyone to join us. We have a lot of fun. We're here, definitely, like Lee said, community is powerful and and we would love if you join us. Can you talk about setbacks that you've had in your career or in your climate change journey? Yeah, absolutely. The the pandemic or when the world sits still really changed my life. I realized how hard I was working, wearing all the hats of being in the solar industry, and it was taking away time from my family. So when the pandemic happened, it gave me that opportunity to realize that, that I needed to spend more time with my family and I needed to find a way to be able to work from home. So that's where being a content creator came in and I knew I could apply my marketing and, and skill sets in the industry towards doing that. And, and lately it's been working out. But that took two years and getting to the point where I am now, where I'm able to help companies like SignWatts, it was really a big sacrifice to try to level up my career, so to speak, and and transition from the local level to the global level. What would you consider your biggest successes? I would say the biggest successes are the facilitation of the green tech community on LinkedIn and as well on Clubhouse. We've had tremendous success rallying, or I say we, but those that, you know, support the initiative as well. We've seen people getting jobs, companies forming, collaborations happening. And to me, I believe community is really the foundation of great things happening. That's in general. And I would say that despite the great success that we're having with SignWatts and the public-private partnerships that are developing with the university, as a career for me personally, I would say the biggest accomplishment is giving back to my community and helping facilitate and be a part of the Energy Innovation Center that's happening and to help facilitate what what I like to call the grid of the future. Yeah, I'm just really excited about it. I think my biggest accomplishment is bringing people together, including our local community. When you look ahead 10, 20, 30 years at our planet, at our society, is climate change going to get worse, better? What do you think? I think the technology is going to rapidly transform. I think we have a lot of great technology today that can be combined together. I believe that electricity and energy, the whole markets are going to change in general. I think we're going to see more electricity and less fuels, but I also think we're going to see less power lines and more microgrids. In my view, we'll we'll be at the beginning of what will be 
the electrification of everything and the electrification of all of humanity. And the way to do that is what with microgrids and what Simwatts calls power plants on wheels, where in between those microgrids, the energy is being delivered and, and shared and transported. So for me, the future is distributed. It's local, it's clean, and it's on wheels. Will that solve climate change? Not entirely. We need every person doing every single thing that we can in order to combat climate change. But I do see that we're going to have an entirely different energy system in the future, in the near future. That's awesome. Me too. I'm a big believer of microgrids, as you know. Mm -hmm. Has the pandemic changed your vision of the future at all? Absolutely. The pandemic, I wrote about it. I called it the solar silver lining to COVID-19. Early on in the pandemic, I realized how awesome it was that the world stood still, that people were grounded and dolphins started swimming from the ocean up river and the dust literally settled across towns and the smog cleared and everybody got a taste of what it would be like if the world stood still even for a day or two without transportation and, and, the, and the smog and all of it that we have. So I think what happened is people realized what kind of world we could have. They were reminded of clean air and maybe some have never seen it before. I think that had the biggest impact on people. And I hope people never forget what that was like for that first few weeks of the pandemic. And I think that'll have long lasting impacts as well, the future of work and other areas of society. What advice can you give people that want to help mitigate climate change? I would say find out ways that you can mitigate climate change personally and on a daily basis and not just technologically. The low-hanging fruit is actually electric vehicles and solar power and getting more efficient appliances and that sort of thing. But in reality, we, ha we can do more and we can do it on a daily basis. And that would be reducing, reusing, recycling. Just try to find ways that you can know and choose actively every day to reduce your impact and make a conscious effort of it. I can't say I know what that would be, but what I could say is we could all make a difference every day. And I would hope that we can all try to actively do so. Do you have any questions for me? Back at you, you know, what do you think the future is going to look like? And not just with regard to climate change, but what kind of impact do you think microgrids and energy, you know, access will have on society. I think that if we were designing a grid now, we would design it very differently than, than the <laughs> grid that we have today. We would certainly leverage distributed energy everywhere we could, both on homes or at homes or at people's own land, but also in communities. We would leverage solar, we would leverage fuel cells, we would leverage wind, and of course we would be driving EVs. But on top of that, because some people wouldn't be able to generate enough when they need it, we would all share it. And so we would share it more locally in a distributed fashion, and that would be microgrids. What's also exciting about the microgrids is that when they had extra energy, they would share it with other microgrids. So you'd have transmission. And when they needed more, they would get it from other communities. But when there was an issue on the grid, they would be able to survive on their own with electricity and they wouldn't all go down like you do see in many cities in the US, which is scary, and in many other places in the world, I think it is a cheaper form of generating energy and also a more reliable and more resilient way. The question is, how are we going to transition from something that is very central-based with monopolies that make a lot of money, the way the grids are today, 
how will we transition to that distributed microgrid-based system? And I think that question is still out there. I, I agree. And there are some challenges. And, and what creates the natural monopolies are, are the poles and the wires. So by eliminating the poles and the wires, it may be feasible with electric vehicles to have grid 2.0. In my opinion, I think the electric vehicle will be the key. But I do like how when microgrids are connected to the grid, they prevent the grid from going down. And if the grid goes down, they're there for you as well. So prevention and uh, worst case scenario, really neat with microgrids. But overall, we, we have a long way to go, but it's exciting. It's exciting to work on and I'm happy to be a part of it. And I appreciate what you're doing as well. Admittedly, it's hard for me to imagine a world without a grid, and here's why. I know the electric vehicle is a fantastic source of energy storage, and I think that will definitely play a huge part, but there are still going to be people that can't generate the energy on their own, apartment buildings, dense cities, and so I still think sharing, which means wires of some sort, is a part of the puzzle, a big piece of the puzzle. Yeah. I just don't know how they work together because right now they seem to be more at odds than they should. Yeah, absolutely. Sharing is caring and we should definitely make sure the whole of society is taken care of. And we got to figure out how to patch the system, but not let it fall and fail society. But we, we have some exciting times ahead of us and we're going to see new people get energy that have never had it. And people have more reliable energy than they've ever had before. So it's exciting times. Is there anything else that you want to say? Absolutely. So Signwatts is looking to work with companies in Bakersfield or bring companies to Bakersfield that would pair well with Signwatts. In addition, we'll be doing projects like Accurate PV and some, some different uh, types of piloting. So we're looking to pilot technology in Bakersfield and we're looking to work with other companies to help this community continue to lead on energy. That is super exciting. And with that, I'm going to wrap this up and I'm going to wrap it up with a wrap. You moved to California to do your climate speech stumps. You were inspired for folks to have personal clean oil pumps. You want continued rainforests and blue waters to be enjoyed by all, especially your daughters. In Bakersfield, you want to connect the EV dots, so you're going to innovate charging by working with Sign Watts Energy Independence. It should be super fun. We need it, so you sold and designed solar one-on-one. -on -one. You want the earth to find climate change immunity. You're a mover, shaker, huge believer in the power of community. One of the things you do that I appreciate the most is your skill at being a Green Tech Talks LinkedIn host. As part of your job, you had a requirement to roam, but you wanted to spend time with your family. So now you work from home. One day you think that microgrids will be the norm and that we have a dependency on technology to transform. Charge where Ever their solar, go home in EV automobiles. That's how SignWatts will deliver power plants on wheels. Clean air, clean water, less pollution. It was potential earth defining. As bad as the pandemic was, we saw the silver lining, but the pandemic's not the way. We have to find the will to create a better earth without the world standing still. People can make a difference by changing. Just put in an hour. You don't have to do something 
major like an EV or solar power, centralized and distributed energy, they should be pairing even with electricity you think sharing is caring. Green Tech Talks gives everyone access. Information is shared so we don't have to guess. People help each other. Mutual success. Like always, you never fail to impress. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you, Les. <laughs> awesome. I, I don't know if I've heard a heard you rap that long and and honestly it's it's really a joy, Lee, to hear you rap and uh I, I love it. Les is a big proponent of innovation and early stage technology development, and he really wants to help. I know he helps me. He'd love for folks to reach out, connect, exchange ideas, and build the clean tech community. Just send him a message on LinkedIn. If you have comments or questions about the podcast, visit my website at crevatenergyinnovations.com and drop me an email. I would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying the Climate Champions podcast series, please subscribe. Rate it five stars if you're an Apple user and tell your climate-concerned friends about it. It's a dream lesson I share. Solar on every rooftop and at every business, an EV in every driveway, workplace parking spot, and multifamily dwelling, enabling driving 100% on solar and the EV battery, and microgrid technology to power your home and work life the same way. It's a huge step to mitigate climate change.